Welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Brenda. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. Today yeah, that we hurt me. <laughs> yeah, I know you do not. It clothes are a must. Oh, They're wait, not what? optional. They're not optional, people. <laughs> I mean, I want you to live in your full self, though. So if you must, yeah. could you imagine if I just showed up naked? What would you done? <laughs> well, it wouldn't have shocked me. So I just would have probably <laughs> rolled with it. <laughs> My husband. <laughs> um. Today, Brenda is here with me because Kaylin is in beautiful New Zealand. She landed yesterday and she is just getting her feet on the ground in this new place of hers. So Brenda, welcome and thank you for being here. You are very welcome. Thank you for asking me to be on with you. I appreciate it. Last minute, true naked and a little (laughs) bit afraid. When did I ask you, yesterday or two days ago? Two days uh I think it was maybe two or three days ago that I didn't get back to you. And then I got back to you late. Oh like, yeah. This is also usual text messaging regime, you know? Yeah. True. Brenda and Melanie fashion. We yeah. just have a conversation that should be 10 minutes last two weeks. More yeah. because of me, not because of you. Uh, Let's well, it goes both maybe a little more you than me, but it goes both <laughs> so Brenda and I have known each other now. Um, since 2019, um, May of 2019. Yeah. yeah. So quite some time now yeah, and on four years, it's four years like this week. What is it? It's this week, isn't it? It's today. Did it just Are you kidding? It hurts me. I love that. It's so gosh, it literally is today. Oh my goodness. I want a cake oh. now. Wow. Okay. Well, happy anniversary, Brenda. Yeah, same to you. <laughs> um, yeah. When I met Brenda, I don't know. There was just an instant connection. Oh, You're yeah. just the person that, again, because of my phone etiquette, if you know me well, I have poor phone etiquette. Um, but we cannot talk for, gosh, we could probably go years. And then I would see you and it would just pick up right where yeah. we left off. But then when we do talk, it's like, oh, crap, it's been an hour and 15 minutes. I better, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoops. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely an instant connection felt from both of us. And like, it was uh, a relationship that was like meant to happen, obviously. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a true believer that when you're meant to meet someone, you're meant to meet someone and they're put in your life for a reason. And man, you're absolute magic. And I can't wait to talk about your magic here. If you do not know Brenda, I suggest you follow her on, can you say your Instagram handle? So I do not mess it up. Yes, it's absolutely you wellness on Instagram and absolutely you fitness on Facebook. And it's soul, like S-O-U-L for absolutely. Yes. Because I don't know if that makes it easier. That's okay. I'll tag. I will tag people. Caitlin and I are really bad. Like, oh, check out the show notes. And we never do show notes. We'll get it one day. Yeah, you will. <laughs> um, but no, you just have um, a light about you wherever you go. You radiate this sense of comfort and peace and calm and it's such a pleasure to be around and a true honor to call you my friend for four years now oh Uh, yeah four years so brenda (laughs) can you i know you but let's just start with um can you just give us a little bit of a background to like what got you to where you are today 
ish. Oh, that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> we can segue. You just start and then I'll yeah, segue. Yeah. Sure. Um, what got me to where I am today? Well, I, I have gotten me to where I am today. I feel like that's first and foremost. Um, if it wasn't for myself, I guess I, I wouldn't have this beautiful journey that I've been on. Um, I guess in, in just like starting with my life, uh, for my, for me, um, I have an amazing husband I've been married to for, it'll be 11 years this coming September. And my daughter, Cameron, my husband's name is Nathan Rosicek. And my daughter, Cameron is going to be nine on June 15th. Like, I cannot even believe that, that she's, uh, she's going to be nine. Like, it's incredible to think that time just, uh, moves past us so quickly. But um, I guess in relation to, uh, I guess, my, my business and my passion, I, I started teaching fitness classes uh, roughly 11 years ago now um, here in St. Paul. I had moved to St. Paul from Edmonton. My husband or my he was my fiance at the time when I moved to St. Paul, um, moved here uh, on May the 6th of 2011, um, moved here on my sister's birthday. And I've been here ever since. So it's been 12 years that I've been living in St. Paul. Um, and 11 of those years, I've kind of put a real more of like a passion into uh, group fitness. And then a few years uh, after, well, I guess, no, it would have been in 2020. Um, I had my first soul retreat uh, out at the Barn Range Road 104. So I guess the journey kind of was started in, in group fitness and then uh, I got pregnant uh, about six years later. And like if I, these years, I feels like COVID has added three given four, like if it's, <laughs> if it's eight, it's whatever. A few years after I started teaching group fitness, uh, found out I was pregnant. Um, and then Cameron, she was born on June 15th of 2014. Uh, shortly after that, um, a couple of weeks later, I was diagnosed with postpartum depression. Um, which, you know, the beginning, the beginning days of, of being a mom, I was quite overwhelmed in such a positive way. There were so many good rushed feelings going through my body. Um, but then a couple of weeks after, you know, I had a really traumatic delivery, had an emergency C-section, um, things just kind of, you know, started to unravel in my brain. Like I wasn't sleeping enough and, I wasn't able to breastfeed. So I had massive guilt on me that, um, I wasn't able to provide for my daughter. And so I decided to head down to, to Red Deer and like my mom, she was going to fix everything. She was going to teach me how to breastfeed and things were going to be better for me and for Cameron and for the family. Um, but I wasn't able to, I, I definitely had, had no supply. And I think my, my mental health was really dwindling kind of right in front of me. And it was like at one, like pivotal moment that I knew that I needed help. I woke up and I had called my mom downstairs and I said, like, I, I just, I want to jump in front of a bus right now because I just don't feel like I'm a good mom. And I had so much guilt going over me. No, like, and honestly, like zero. We had a minor technical difficulty. All right, Brenda, continue. Okay, for sure. Um, yeah, so kind of like a, a pivotal point where I, I knew that I needed help. I, I woke up one morning and I called my mom downstairs and just said, like, said to her that I, I felt like I needed to jump in front of a bus or that I wanted to jump in front of a bus because I just, I didn't feel good enough for, for Cameron. I, I felt so much guilt that I couldn't breastfeed. And so at this time, like we had gone into a walk-in clinic and, um, 
the doctor, you know, prescribed me um, some meds for postpartum depression and just said, you know, you won't be able to breastfeed. This is your route kind of thing. And I, I didn't want that route. We ended up um, getting into emergency um, down in Red Deer and I ended up being admitted. Um, and I, it was a diagnosis of postpartum depression. And so I got some really good help at the hospital in Red Deer. I was able to get some sleep and get on some medications that definitely, um, I think helped with the depression side of things. I was feeling really good when I did leave. Um, the great part about me being in the hospital in Red Deer was that I was still able to see Nathan and Cameron every day. Nathan actually had to, you know, shut down work and, and like drive down to Red Deer just to be able to, to be with us and to take care of Cameron while I was in the hospital. Um, I'm saying um a lot. Um, okay. I say yeah. like a lot. Uh, um, 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 but yeah, Nathan, honestly, um, he's just like my night, my knight in shining armor. He is uh, the rock that I've always needed. And he's the comfort that I've always like seeked out. And he, he just brings that to me in so many ways and then has over like the, you know, 14 years that we've been together. And this was, you know, a good space for him. Like he showed up and he was there for me and there for Cameron. And he, yeah, he's just, he's the rock for both Cameron and I, and it's just so special. Um, yeah. I just love him. <laughs> you, you won't be able to see her, but she's smiling a big smile right now. Just to give you <laughs> yeah. a visual. You're smiling. That's what <laughs> yes, yes. technical difficulties for us. Oh goodness. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know where I'd be without, without him. He, he's just such, and I've, I've said this before he's a realist and he has so much love for his family and for his daughter and for myself. And I feel it each and every day. And I'm just, you know, very grateful that I have that man in my life because he's saved me in so many ways. And he, uh, he shows me exactly who I am in a, in different ways. And I feel like that authentic part of me comes out a bit more when he's around. So it's, it's really special. You say different ways. What do you mean by that? Like, I feel the way he, he lets me see who I am. Cause I'm, you know, growing up, I always had the perspective that, you know, people were talking about me or people didn't like me. And like, I think he just shows me how loved that I actually am. And like the love that I, the light, I guess that, that, that comes into like his life because of me. So I feel like he, he spins it and makes me realize who I am mm -hmm. and that, that I, I deserve to be able to feel this good on the, like, you know, feel this good and show my authentic self. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah, but 100%. Like, yeah, he's, he's got this way, um, with me and it's, it's great. <laughs> so getting back to, yeah. So I being admitted into the hospital in Red Deer, I was there for four nights when I was released, you know, I was feeling really great and, you know, super excited to be able to get back home, uh, with Cameron and like continue our our little journey together as a new family. Nathan had actually to go away to work for a week um, to Jasper and my sister came and stayed with me for the week because I, I wasn't supposed to be by myself with Cameron. Um, I think it was like for about 30 days. Uh, so we had to have some family come up and just be with me and you know just in case I think it was just for like security reasons. Um, when things affect your mental health, um, a lot of things can, can happen, I think with, without us even knowing. So, 
so I got home, my sister came up and she had a, a little guy at the time. He was about nine months old, Caden. And so she got into my house and she was like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? Uh, you could literally eat off my bathroom floor. I had no laundry, like no laundry in the laundry bin. Like I have a newborn <laughs> and I, I'm not supposed to be doing like physical labor from my C-section, but my house was pristine. I had, you know, meals going in the crock pot. I had food ready for us in the fridge. Like, you know, I had like two or three days of, of meals prepped for us to go. And like, that's not like me. I like to prep day of, like, that's how my mind is. Like, if you saw my laundry room right now, you'd know that laundry is not my forte. I probably have about four loads to fold. Um, like, you know, that saying, I don't always have time to do laundry, but when I do, I don't. Like, that is me. That's me too. Here, here. I have two loads <laughs> sitting on my bed right now. Will they be folded by the oh. end of the day? Probably not. <laughs> no, I have really good intentions of doing it, but I just find other things to do. And so you just laundry. get good wrinkle spray. Kaylin gave me amazing wrinkle spray. Really? No need well, to fold. Pass it on. Or I just shove it back in the dryer, turn it on for yeah. 10 minutes, and then it ends up getting wrinkly again. And like, you know, I just have that little cycle. Well, folded laundry is overrated. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but yeah, so my sister was here and I think she was a little bit, she was worried about me. She was concerned. I was also like, you know, lashing out at really unrealistic times and, and doing things that were just really bizarre and like out of the ordinary, ordinary from my, my normal self. So I, I had to keep going back to, um, the clinic weekly to get Cameron weighed, but because, be, because when I wasn't like producing enough milk, she was actually losing weight. So I had to take her weekly to get her weighed. And so on the weekly visit when my sister was here, um, everything was great. Cameron was gaining weight. So super happy. And I was like, you know, on top of the world in such a good mood. And my doctor said to me, um, you know, I think you should go back to the hospital and, and get a psychiatrist to see you. And I was like very shocked because like, can you not see how good I'm doing? Like I am glowing and like on top of the world and like, I've got this. Um, but you know, sometimes we don't see these things when, when it's actually happening to us mentally, we can't see it um, from the outside looking in. And my sister had flagged this to Nathan and said, you know, there's something going on with Brenda and, you know, my doctor was notified and that's why he brought it up in, in the appointment. Um, and I said, like, I, I will go see a doctor, but like a psychiatrist, but I am not going in, in town. Um, the mentality of, you know, somebody being sick mentally, like the stigma, it's, it's there, it's, it's out there and living in a small community, I, worried so much of what people might think of me had they seen me walk through those um, psychiatry doors. And, and I think that was on me, you know, now, like in hindsight, looking back, that wasn't like, yes, the outside world will say what they're going to say. But me now, like I have no, no concerns about mental health and and sharing my story and, and being brave about it. When I went and into the psychiatry office that day Nathan was flying back from from work in Jasper and he made it like just in time for us to go sit down with a psychiatrist and in, in the psych unit and she came into the conference room I was Nathan and I were facing the wall like away from the door when she walked in and and she talked and honestly it was 
the most calming feeling I have ever had in my life because, oh, I'm getting chills. Um, because uh, I had lost an auntie um, earlier that February uh, to brain cancer and she had developed a brain tum tumor and had passed away. Um, but she sounded exactly like, yeah. So yeah, she walked into the room and it was uh, just like this. As soon as she started talking, it, it, she just sounded like my auntie Jean. And I just had this like overwhelming calmness come over me because I had lost my auntie uh, that February. So it was a few months before Cameron was born. I remember being at her funeral, really largely pregnant. And um, and then she came down in front and, and sat in front of Nathan and I, and she looked like my auntie Jean, like it was this, uh, like it, it was honestly a moment that I can't describe. I can feel it in my body right now because I just felt this peace and calm. I had no idea what this this woman was going to say. Um, Dr. McAvoy, I'll never forget her. Um, I'll never forget her demeanor. I'll never forget her voice. And I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget that experience. And that in that moment, she looked over at us and she obviously had my file in front of her and she, she looked at me and she said, Brenda, like you have bipolar disorder. And, um, I, I haven't cried about it this in a while. Um, I usually am pretty good at chatting about it because I've shared my story so many times, but, um, and you've heard it. <laughs> Why am I crying? It, it was just this, um, this feeling of like, no, I definitely don't. I don't live with bipolar disorder. Like, can you like guys not see how well that I'm doing now? I got help. Um, so I had to be admitted into the hospital here in St. Paul for a few days. My sister was still here and Nathan was back from work. Um, I was able to see them every day and I got the, the right medication that I needed. And, you know, I have been, living so well with um this disorder for nine years <laughs> uh and I was diagnosed on the 17th of August and um 17 is kind of a lucky number for my husband and everything around him so I feel like the diagnosis was kind of like a gift for me and and I feel like so many ways because I feel like a lot of my authenticity has has come since my daughter's been born and since this diagnosis. And I really truly feel like um, my light has been shining more bright since then. Uh, my daughter was a gift just in herself. And I feel like this diagnosis kind of just, you know, added um, a little more like fuel to that flame, if that makes sense. 100%. Thank you. Yeah. And much. I think from there, like everything's, everything just has snowballed into such goodness and, within my business, it shifted from more of a, a fitness aspect to adding in that wellness, because I realized that when I first started teaching fitness, I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to gain muscle. I wanted to feel good and look good. And all those bonuses that come with teaching or, and like really ingraining yourself into fitness. But what I, I quickly realized, um, after being diagnosed and, is that the number one muscle in my brain is not the muscle, like it's, it's, sorry, that came out wrong. The number one muscle in my entire body is like the, the mind. 
And taking care of your mind first really ripples into your entire body. It, it, it honestly really does. Working from the inside out, um, it, it really showed me that that was the the way that I needed to proceed mm -hmm. in life. I love ripple effects. We all know that. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Isn't it funny how like whatever moment in your life sometimes happens, like noting that the movement for aesthetics and all that, it, it, that's not key. Yeah. And it's such a big shift in how you move and why you move. Uh, it's a uh, freeing almost maybe. I, yeah, I, I think that's a great word. That's a great word to use. It's very freeing. Mm -hmm. And connecting with yourself is incredible, an incredible tool that we have all with us all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I just want to ask, just because you know what, I've never asked you this and I don't, I don't know. Like when you like are in that moment of like the high and you're feeling great, like, do you just like, you just literally feel on top of the world? Like, do you, do you yeah. notice it? Like, do you have moments now where you're like, Oh, check it, check it, Brenda. <laughs> or yes, Definitely do. I feel like, you know, balance for, for me is huge. Balance in my brain is, is huge. And <laughs> I thought it was funny when Dr. Jody Carrington said like balance is bullshit, but like balance actually like makes me feel good and and well um don't don't like hashtag her into this or anything like that. No, I won't but like no balance makes you have your shit together balance, it does it does it fully does if I have clarity um if I have a clear mind and I'm feeling well and things are balanced like I that's when I feel the best obviously that goes for anyone um but I like for me I I know when I am having those moments of like oh, maybe I'm a little more like on the manic side of things, uh, I can tell, like I, I, I do tend to talk a lot faster and I, I just feel it in my body. I just feel more elated and like feeling elated is such a great thing. Um, but, but it can be detrimental if, if a person is very unwell, uh, the same goes for the depression side of things. Right. So I feel like it's, you know, that's why we try to keep that balance. I'm usually, usually a little more to you know, the right side of things, but, uh, I definitely know. And, and Nathan, he knows instantly when I'm acting off, he, he's like, he can just, he, he senses it. And, and he, he's, he's great at telling me like, you know, this is what I'm seeing. So. Well, that's yeah. Thanks. I, I think too. Yeah. Like you said, there's still such a stigma around mental health mm -hmm. and we're in 2023. I think it is, it is getting, it is getting better for sure, but it's still there. Um, but you know what? I don't see it so much anymore because I don't look for it. Right. I try to live my life through uh, being as honest and open as I can with who I am. And I feel like it's just attracting the right people. I don't like that negative stuff of, of stigmas and that. Yeah. You read about it. I hear about it now and again, but I'm not attracting it. So I don't feel like it's around me as much, which is really nice to really nice to feel that because yeah. it's not a good feeling when, you know, you're getting the bipolar disorder. Really? Oh, geez. like it's, when I think you're owning, like you're owning you, you are you, there's yeah. no other Brenda, like 
that there's no carbon copy of you. And I think that just makes people feel at ease. Like, hi, I'm Brenda. Nice to meet you. Like that. Right. I never lead with like, I I would never just like say, Hey, like, uh, it's just Brenda. That's who I am. hundred percent. Piece of me now. Right. Yeah. No. Great. So let's snowball her spiral and go. So diagnosis <laughs> and now you're realizing like the balance for yourself and looking like caring for that mind and that soul and the body and the ripple effect that it has. So you started to conjure up a retreat. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about this soul retreat? <laughs> I'd love to. Um so yeah, for, for many years, like, so after Cam was born, I like started teaching classes, like, you know, five or six months after she was born. And, and I, I helped someone with a, a little retreat, like a, a mini day retreat at the, the gym here. And I loved it. I, I loved the day. I loved the connection, but I, in my head, I was like, mm, I love this. It was more of like a fitness retreat. Um, and I just thought to myself, like, oh, wouldn't it be special to have something where you could do like mind, body, soul, like have the whole, the whole um, realm of what your makeup should be, because it shouldn't just be fitness, it shouldn't just be your body you work on, it should be, you know, all of you. And yeah, I, I dreamt this up many years before it actually came to fruition. And through COVID, I, I you know, had some ideas and got them down on paper. And and then I I actually came across this posting on Facebook about the Barn Range Road 104. And it was probably about a maybe a year or six months. Eh, we don't, you know, timelines. It was probably like eight, we'll do eight in between. I like it. Was it. Like 11 months. It was eight, <laughs> eight months before um the my first retreat kind of came into play. And I came across the Barn Range Road 104. And I was like, whoa, what is this place? And I was scrolling through the pictures and they were brand new and opening up. And I, I messaged them and asked them if they rent their space out. And they wrote back and said they did. I didn't realize who it was at the time, but I actually knew who it was that owned the facility. Her name, their names are Amy and Yana Kamalo. And I just knew her from the community. She is a teacher at one of the schools here, um, but didn't realize this space was hers until we actually like connected more fully and I booked the space for November of 2020 and they generally close at the end of October but it, you know it was like a one week after I think it was the 7th and 8th actually of November that year and um yeah I think it all just came into place I you know I had some guest speakers I had yoga some food and some swag bags and like you know there was 20 20 girls that came each day it was the same same thing each day and actually you and Tina came we to did. the retreat and it snowed that weekend oh, it was so like bad magical it was like, magical but getting to you was terrifying <laughs> yes. and Tina just white knuckling it we may have dabbled in a few drinks that evening before yes. oh man I was so happy to get to the magical beauty that is the barn and your retreat but the barn just, you know I feel like the every retreats something special and something different and but I feel like every every year we're just really like adding into to what my purpose behind all of this really is and the purpose behind 
all of this is taking care of you first. I had a mantra last year and I used it through the year and I still use it. Um, but it was, but first me. And that was my mantra for, for 2022 and realizing that we need to take care of ourselves first before we can take care of our spouse, our children, our community. And, you know, we, we learn, it's not always going to be a hundred percent taking care of us first, but, um, I feel like that's a great starting point in learning from that because once we do it more, we're just going to keep doing it more if that makes sense. Right. Baby steps little by little, but yeah, every, so I decided in that year it was done in November, it was like snowy. And then I was like, you know what, maybe I'll try, I'll try, uh, like a summer one. And so the following year I did it in August and it was absolutely lovely. The weather was great. We had added um, it to be just like a full weekend. So we had different speakers on each day, added in like a full, like a full market. And yeah, it was beautiful. And then I, the year, the next year I tried June and, and June was incredible. And then I also did a one day retreat last September. And then this year we're, we're June 10th and 11th at the Barn Range Road 104 again. And yeah, I, I actually just sent out some emails this morning to our our guest speakers, which you are one of the the movement's uh, leaders at the retreat. And it just gave me so much fuel this morning and to, to be able to send those emails because like it's like the magical space of everything kind of coming together. And I just, it's so hard to describe. You can't describe soul retreat until you're actually there, mm-hmm. like, until you physically take part in being there. Well, and like, and each time I've attended, you've elevated. So like, even if I were to explain what it was like last time, I guarantee I'm going to walk through the doors and you're just, it's going to be, so I could explain to you what it's like maybe. And then I'm going to walk through and be like, yes, can what I said, <laughs> we've just elevated. Well, what would you, what would you describe what it's like? So first of all, I'll take you on a little journey folks. <laughs> oh. But, um, well, the first time I ever came, I was pooping my pants because I was super nervous because I created the movement to keep connection in Chestermere. And then Brenda said, well, do you want to lead at Soul Retreat? And I was like, oh, all right. So I was very nervous. But when you round the corner and see the barn and just the scenery, <sighs> your shoulders drop like totally. it. It will be like completely just voluntary. You won't even know it's happening. It'll be involuntary. And you just feel at peace. It's a sense of release. It is. Mm -hmm. And then just the speakers and you feel like you literally are your entire being is being nurtured and cared for. Your body is being nurtured in a loving way that feels right for you. Like every movement piece that you offer is a hundred percent. The participant is the driver Mm -hmm. and the leaders are just there to guide. And it nourishes your body in a way that feels right to you and your mind, like the speakers that you have. Oh gosh. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. It'll come to me and I'll probably have to put it in the show notes because that's usually how I, but like you leave me like you have aha moments like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that totally makes sense. Was it Tammy? Was it Tammy? Nope. Oh, but Tammy was a good time. She was fabulous. Yes. Yeah. I I cheer. yeah. Um, and your soul, like, because you're moving your body in a way that nourishes, because you're moving in your mind in a way that 
maybe you wouldn't necessarily move your mind because you're stuck in societal views of how and what you should do, or maybe it's adding something. Your soul just leaves feeling like you can take on the world. Like, hey, I am going to put me first now. Because I totally agree with you in the sense of we, and I say mothers, but I, I'm speaking because this is what I know. And this is predominantly who I am surrounded with. But I know there are other um, women, men, uh, people out there that they don't care for themselves. They're like 25th on the list mm -hmm. because that's kind of how it once was, right? Yeah, it's amazing to to see when you ask a show of hands or when you get people to write down, like, what are the three most important? Mm -hmm. and oftentimes they don't make their own list. No. And this is why this is why we need to have more like events and retreats like this is because people need to realize how freaking powerful they are. Yeah. And like putting yourself above your, I am number one on my list. I would jump in front of a vehicle and put my life on the line for my kids in a heartbeat. That like putting yourself number one does not mean you love your like family, your friends any less. No, if anything, it means that you love them. Yeah, you love them so much that you want to come at them with your full being. A hundred percent. Like yeah. I say, like they're my children are so different because they're three different humans, but also they've had a three different mothers. Mm -hmm. Because with Rael, I didn't put myself first, not because anyone was asking me to put them first, because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. Like, yeah. as a as a mother and a wife, aren't you supposed to like just put everyone else's needs first? And who cares about you? And I and like now with Avery, I mean, we're in a different realm now, though, of mother, like, because I know how important it is to put myself first. And I want to share that um, knowledge and gift and light with others. But now I got to figure out how to do, which I'm sure you're in that bracket now. Oh yeah. Because I could be gone every weekend doing something mm -hmm. and I have such a passion, but now it's, now I'm navigating the waters of growing the business and my family. Do you know? Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. You definitely like, there are things that, you know, that need to come. Yeah before that and things that need to be put into yeah. place things that you need to make decisions on as a family. And, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely, it's tough when you want to be doing so many of these good things that fuel your fire and make you feel good and help to add to your cup. Um, but I, I feel like that's like the, the piece that's like, you know, you need to put these things first, but it also is that like negotiation of like, picking what you need to do yes. rather than like doing all of it. And like the wonderful thing is there's people like you, Kaylin, like Sandra, Selena here, Bree here, myself. There's so many of us that we all could take a weekend off because we're all, we're all going for the same goal, just different routes. Yeah. And that's what I'm really enjoying with this shift that's happening in the world. Like, yeah. because yeah, it's allowing us to start to find that balance too. Of because when you're standing in front of a group, sharing yourself, it's so soul filling. But I find, and I don't know if you find this, but you leave sometimes a little bit depleted. 
-hmm. because you're giving. You're giving all that you have to what you feel passionate about. But I feel like that's like an honor and to like be in that lived experience. Like even when I teach my classes, I am so fully in the moment of being authentically who I am which in turn, I hope reflects on people who are viewing me to feel that vulnerability and to feel that ease and to feel that freedom for them to like be like a hundred percent within their body at that time in their mind. And like, I, I, I think it's incredible. And, and the reason why I started the first retreat was because I felt there was just so much connection lost in Mm. COVID and I was like, I want to bring people together so we can feel this again. I know what it feels like to be connected with people. I'm a hundred percent extrovert and I get energy from being around people. And I was just craving this connection. And what I realized was like, yes, people are, were at that time really wanting that connection. And it was so powerful. But what I realized is that this is what we need all the time. Like we need to be able to fuel ourselves and fill ourselves up in a way um, that serves our purpose and serves our beings. Yeah. And uh, what I love about your retreat, I mean, I love many things, but literally if you just made room for one retreat, like I would highly recommend Brenda's because you encompass the entire being. Like there's not one area you don't focus on. You have a beautiful market, which is so Mm -hmm. cool to just walk through. And you're just like, Ah, you're sipping coffee. You're taking a little bit of time looking at some earrings. Like it's wonderful. Oh, these ones are from the retreat. Where Ooh, we're going. Yes, I love those. I have. Oh, I don't have mine in today. Elise will be there as our uh, photographer this year. So very exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's definitely a different experience for sure. Because like, I'm like, what do what would I want if I go to a retreat? What would people want? And I got people's feedback before I went ahead with. Um, the retreat I knew in my in my body and my gut that I was doing this regardless of anything and this is what people want they want to they want to feel connected to themselves they want to feel connected to the community around them they want to have time without worry mm-hmm. and they, they want to experience like delicious food then they want to experience like delicious coffee our foods coming from twisted fork all of our coffee is from back road farmhouse roasting company all local and you know, all of our vendors are are local pretty well. All of our lo- all of our vendors are local to Alberta, and the majority of them are are local right here to to St. Paul, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's I love it, and I do, and I've told you this before. You have a true gift for like connecting and bringing in just a boatload of unique people to create this who all have the same vision and you just create you bring them all and they flow like it flows perfectly because you don't tell us what to do you literally say here's your spot here's your time do (laughs) what you need to do but every time I've been there it like the person like I flowed into the next person and none of us have talked it's like no Like you just yeah, have that's this- the incredible piece. Well, you guys are also like minded and I know that I can't do it all, nor do I want to be able to do it all. I just have been blessed to some people I've 
you know, by chance have come across or have reached out to me. And some people I have like been in the presence of and been like, you got to like, they have to be there. Like it, it's, it would, it would just, I think every person, every vendor, every practitioner, every speaker, um, every guest that's coming, like I feel has just been pulled into this for a reason. And, you know, I just, I'm so excited for the magic to happen. It's magical every year, but I think I just get more and more excited with the anticipation every year because I know that it's going to ripple into so many women's lives and will ripple into their families' lives. Um, it's special. I went to uh, like a, a circle last year, um, Rochelle Brusso with Lasuna and Lucidity Wellness Co. She, she has these like circles and meditation uh, circles and I was feeling really down that day that I went and, and I had kind of expressed like that. I didn't feel like worth it. And like, you know, but there was a lady in, in the group that had come to my retreat, like just the, the one previous to that. And she said out loud that she couldn't feel like, couldn't believe that I had felt this way because of what she witnessed at the retreat and how it's still like rippling into her family, like the benefits of the retreat that she had experienced. And it's just so great to get that feedback from from people because we all have those moments where we don't feel good enough or worth it and and definitely we have the the down days where like are we doing this for all the right reasons and you know I I just know that in the heart of all hearts that I am doing it and like to have that validation from somebody else was really nice it's nice to like that that self-validation is great like we're allowed to receive validation from other people that's why I, I think like we can accept compliments we can accept like the grace from people we we can accept the the kudos and the the happiness and all of that um and it should be at like no uh how am I trying to say this like like at a shouldn't feel guilty yeah it shouldn't feel feel selfish or yeah I get feel bad yeah Yeah. so yeah but yeah definitely uh something that I take huge huge pride in um and I'm really I'm really, really, really excited for it. Yeah. No. So many, like, I want to just tell us, like, share everybody's name. Like, it, it's been incredible. And, you know, going through all of this, I did it on my own. Um, you know, my girlfriend, Brianna, had helped me the first year, and she still helps me every year. But now I have this little soul team that has come together. Uh, Stacy, Roseanne, and Stephanie, they're all a part of this little soul team that we have. We are able to go through like applications for the vendors and the speakers together. Um, all three of them are actually having a, a table at the market. And, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm very overjoyed to have them be a part of it and allowing myself to, to let that happen because I, in the past haven't been really great at receiving help or being able to like delegate things. Cause you know, a, I don't want to like encompass someone's time if they don't have the time, like I feel bad to ask. Um, and sometimes it's just like, okay, I'm just going to run with this and do this because I have the time and I'm going to get it done. And, and sometimes it's that ego thing of like, only I can do this, you know, mm-hmm. like, I've definitely had the, like only I can do this because I've, I'm the only one that knows the way. But that's definitely not the case. Sometimes that ego creeps in. We've had this chat before about the ego creeping in. And once you just like let go of all of those thoughts and and you see the power that other individuals can like bring to the table, 
and like take off your chest and like, you know, make it uh, a little less um, worrisome or like all encompassing just for one person. I think it's, it's, uh, it's such a great feeling. Like last year I, I started crying when I was saying thank you to them, like at the end of the weekend, because like, I finally like allowed help to come in and help me. And it was just such a, like a, a great moment. And, and knowing I have those three girls standing behind me and they're really like empowering me and suggesting ideas and, and all of that. It's, it's really great. And yeah. Well, the ego is really, it's your baby. It is one of your, yeah, right. It my, and it's, yeah. it's really that ego, man. I mean, it serves its purpose, but it can be a friggin' biatch sometimes when it mm. comes in and you're like, take a seat take a seat. Like this is still your baby, yeah. but you can't do it by yourself. No. And that's the, and this is where like the whole thing where it's like, well, I could be gone every weekend doing different retreats, but it's like, there's so many other people like stop it, yeah. stop it. Like, and that's where you have to tell like, and like, you know, the feeling like, Oh, uh, you know, what if I'm not there and like knowing it's past and it's you're like the day of or something and you're not at an event that you could have been at or yeah. whatever. You, you feel that like, oh, somebody's doing it and I'm not doing it, right? Yes. You, you feel that. And that, you know, that's that's a part of life and a part of like really that empowerment piece. I, I feel like the like competition is, I you know, like it's something that we've all experienced and like that, uh-uh-uh. Yeah. We've experienced it in the fitness world and, and it's not about the competition. It's about being able to empower each other and respect each other, encouraging each other. Um, yes. I think competition is, is, is like a, a thing that we know is out there. Like it's like, we're not competing in the Olympics here. Come on. Um, yeah. But it's that internal competition that we, that we struggle with, um, with maybe other people around us. Mm-hmm. But I think once, once we get past that and knowing that this isn't about them, this is about you and how you feel and like your business moving forward is about that feeling and how you want it to feel. What's your vision? What's your mission? What's your purpose and what you are doing? Because if you are doing that, nothing else around you should stray into that. Like, Oh, but I didn't have that. Oh, but I'm not doing that. It's if you're doing what you're meant to be doing, that is like the bread and butter and you've won, you've won the Olympics right there. (laughs) Yeah. It feels right just feels right. If you can leave yeah. a class and you're like, Oh yeah. Like right. you, know, you got one person, you got a hundred people, right? Yeah. It's the way you make that one person feel. Yeah. And it's the way you make maybe 500 people feel, but I feel like, you know, that's just, that's the name of the game. And it's like, people won't remember what you said to them. They're going to remember how they felt around 100%. you. hundred percent. And like, we're all here with the same mission for a lot, like in this wellness domain, speaking of, we want to ignite others Mm -hmm. to live in their full selves. Yeah. And we all like you and I both offer movement classes. We are drastic. We offer it in a drastically different fashion. Oh yeah. With the exact same purpose. Yeah. And so I may resonate with some people and you will resonate with some people, but at the end of the day, we've accomplished the same goal and that's magic. 
Oh, should we throw this out there as well? Like we're going to be doing a class or song together at the retreat. Yeah. Throw it out there so that we, it has to happen now. It has to happen. (laughs) We are creating a song together and it's going to be freaking magic. Mal is like this, the fire. She brings the fire. She's got this, like the energy, that fire energy and mine's more of like the soulful energy. And like, we complement each other so very well. Yeah, you are the calm to my absolute inferno. Like I'm legit Alberta, just on fire. <laughs> that is just me. That is a very bad joke, Melanie. Too soon. Not, I can't edit it out. I am sorry nope. for that joke, but it came to my head. Bad timing, Mel. But literally, I vibe extremely hard. Oh, yeah. I'm a vibrant. And I like, I like, I like closing my eyes and just like feeling the moment. I like, I, I'm a, I feel it. Like I feel things just in, like, I feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of a gift I think I have um, in being able to like feel a room and just the vibe, you know? Yep. I'm excited. Well, now it's out there. So we have to finish our thing. Yeah. Oh, you know- and when the retreat boxes Mel this year. Oh, MG. Oh, I just want to do Maybe- a shout out that Brenda is sold out and that's mm-hmm. pretty, I don't have magical. No, I didn't yeah. like that word. Awesome. Like, you know, if you're dying to come, I could probably squeak one more in, you know, I, I like to keep the retreat at low numbers because I like it to be very intimate. I feel like energy is lost in a room when you have too many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like within the barn space, like there's a lot, there's room for a lot more people in there than what I, than what I book. Um, but I just, you know, that energy gets lost if there's too much going on or too many mm-hmm. people in the space. So it's a more intimate, but if, if somebody was, uh, really wanting to get in, just write her a 500 word essay, <laughs> yeah, application. APA format. <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing. You're amazing. You just bring, yeah, such a light. Oh, thanks. Friend. Thank you. I received that. I, um, I'm growing more into myself and I feel like I'm, I'm healing more. And I feel like that's where that's, that's the magic in every person's journey is like being able to work on you and, you know, get the, your superpower back. Because once you have that, you kind of feel unstoppable and that feels, feels pretty freaking amazing. I tell you. It does. It's, it's scary. You and I have talked about it. You and I both aren't great. We don't like confrontation. No. And so stray away from it as best I can. Yeah. And I would have to say in my journey, like I'm pretty, I am self-assured in who I am. I know I am loud. I know I'm a lot and that's okay. Damn it. Confrontation just, I think, and this will be a forever journey because every different human is like different in how you confront, but man, that's hard. It, it, confrontation is probably the hardest thing for, you know, people like us and how how we are personality wise. Um, but I think I'm really owning my words more lately as well. Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel confident in what I'm saying and I feel confident in what I want. And I, I, I owe a lot of that to like doing that inner work. And I owe a lot of that to Rochelle because Rochelle has helped me a lot along the way. And when you step into who you are and like, you know, this sounds weird, but like you just know (laughs) you have that, like 
your intuition is heightened. Um, your gut talks to you a little bit more. Like, I feel like when you're just like really in tune with your heart and your soul and your mind and all of that, I just like, that's where the magic happens. And working on yourself is the number one way to get there. Yeah. And that from the inside out, from the inside out. Yeah. I think like when you become in tuned with your entire being body, mind, soul, or heart, if that's what you want. Um, like I think of the movement, sometimes I don't have an answer to why it I'm doing it the way I'm doing it, but I can feel it in my entire being that it is right. Mm -hmm. And that is what I go with. I may not be able to tell you why I may not be able to No, And like, I don't know, but it feels right. And it's such a bizarre and odd concept. If I would have told Melanie eight years ago, like, Mel, you're going to make a lot of decisions on strictly how you feel. (laughs) I would have laughed as many people still do when I sometimes talk about that. They're like, what? But it is such a feat. Like, no, I'm going at the exact pace I need to. No, I'm not doing a website now. Why? I don't know, but it feels right. Yeah. And that. That's a friggin' like you said, magical. You're stepping into you. You're stepping into your yeah. higher self, to your purpose. And, and speaking friend, of that is the ticket. We will have Rochelle. Rochelle, I would like you on the podcast one day because. Oh, that, yeah. Oh. She should be on your podcast. You're going to see her in June. She'll be oh, at the retreat. That woman, too. I have been so blessed in the last year. No, I would say four years. No, six years. Big time in the last. Oh, it's not since you met me. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, four years to the day, exactly in like two hours. Um, like, but especially in the last, well, year and a half, the movement's been a year. Yeah. Year and a half. The people that have come into, my, like I have met who have come into my life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like when you start living in your true self, like you said, the people that you attract. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, guess. it's pretty, pretty freaking cool. And the people that you lose, like it's, it's yeah, such a weird thing. Well, right. When yeah, you grieve the loss of, there are losses. but I always find, and I like everyone, there's some reason, season or lifetime. I think that was Kaylin who said that, or maybe you, I don't remember, but like, Everyone in my life that I have encountered, whether it has been a positive or a not so positive relationship, they were meant to be in my life. And had they not been in my life, I would not be here. So to that, I thank everyone. That's where growth comes from, right? Whether it's a negative or a positive experience, you just see what the the growth is that's come from it. Because you know what? Maybe it will, it'll show you what you don't need in your life. Yeah. And like, I don't hold any grudges are there some people I'm like I'd prefer maybe never to see you again a hundred percent but like I thank them because Mm -hmm. they are a part of my story they are a chapter in my life and they had whether it was a little influence a big influence like like and I love how you said at the very beginning I got me to where I am a hundred percent me no one woke me up in the morning and got me walking like I walked I breathed my heart beat but like everyone I've encountered has left an imprint on me. Right. Everything has been a part of your journey and where you're meant to be. And I truly believe that we are always where we need to be. 
mm-hmm. in the moment every day. Like yep. from a young child, uh, my mom always had said, Brenda, everything was meant for a reason. Everything was meant to happen. Like she's always saying everything happens for a reason. Like she always said it in some way, shape or form um, that everything happens for a reason. And I truly believe that. I think we're all meant to be where we are right here and right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I often cling to like that, like in those dark times, Yeah. like for myself personally, like something will come there out of light. this. There is light in the darkness. Yeah. Something will come out of this, like keep going. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, I'm super excited for your retreat. Now I'm super excited. We've committed. We don't have very long now to do this. Oh, we've got three weeks, girlfriend. <laughs> oh gosh. But I'm really excited because it, I was um kind of in awe. Was it two days ago? I was just kind of looking. I'm like, what am I going to do for the retreat? And um, generally I plan my playlist like going there or the morning of to get the vibe. But I'm like, oh, I was just in awe of the fact of, I have so many songs to choose from now, which I did not the last few times I've been there. I'm like, just even to see that, I was like, holy smokes, there's just so many options. So can I have like three hours? That's all I'm asking. Three hours. (laughs) I'm sorry, but no, (laughs) I sent you the email on how much time you get. So you just look at that. (laughs) Oh, darn it. Okay. Confrontation done. (laughs) But. Brenda, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing a bit of your story and you with us. I am very, very honored that you asked me to come on. I feel like it's, uh, we could probably chat for hours. Oh yeah, we could. And, um, so in tradition now of, um, our podcast, we generally Mm -hmm. do a live Q and a with Mel and Kay, where you just ask a random question and we answer it. And it can be anything. So it's now just live Q&A with Mel because Kay is in New Zealand. <laughs> so you have a question that I have to answer? No, yeah, no you just ask me any random question. Me? Yeah, and I just am going to anything, any random, gosh. Gosh. Tanya asked us about our favorite food. Kristen, I don't know. It's went from like food to super deep. So go. <laughs> if you could reconnect with one person, who would it be? In my lifetime. In your lifetime. Oh, Brenda. I could reconnect with one person. Focus of the retreat is to release revive and reconnect. So this is why I'm asking you. You know what? This is going to be cheesy. No. I honestly can't think of one person I would reconnect with. That's what I was going to say would be me like eight years ago. Me. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I'm like, is this going to be cheesy if I say it? I didn't say it. I'm pointing at you. Yeah. yeah, She pointed at me. I'm like, oh, this is what I want to say. Because I believe everyone. I knew you wanted to say that. I thought you were going to say with myself. Yeah. Because everyone, like we've said, has been in my life for a reason or a season. And I'm grateful for them. 
Um, but I would love to reconnect with Melanie in grade four. There I'd you like go. to go back to grade four, Melanie. That was a pretty hard year for her. And I think a very monumental moment in how my life played out. And I wouldn't have her change anything because I would not be here. But I would like to reconnect with her and look at her and be like, keep going. It's okay. I've got you. Yeah. You're so like, I've got you. Life ahead mm -hmm. is bright. I love that. And that's, yeah. Thank you for pointing. Cause I'm like, that's Oh my perfect. God. That's so I'm perfect. Come out here and be I like, thought you were going to say with myself, like, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Um, cause it looked like that was going to come out of your mouth. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And like, yeah. I would say I'm the most connected to myself now, but I would like to reconnect with grade four Mel mm -hmm. just so I could look her in the eyes and be like, it's okay. And you I can were guarantee once you do that, you will feel more connected with yourself right now. Yeah. Like, and when you just look at her, like, I would love to get down on one knee and just be like, you're going to hit some shit storms, girl. There mm -hmm. is going to be some turbulent winds and you are going to capsize, but the boat will come back up. You will get back on. And I promise you, you're going to love this life that is yours. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved it. And I'm so glad you pointed at me because I was like, gosh, darn it. Gosh. Yeah. Me. So hmm. that's a great question to put out there to everyone listening. Yeah. And if, if like, I would, if it is you yourself, is it present to you? Mm -hmm. Is it grade four you? Is it 16 year old you? Because yeah, grade four. Mm. Isn't that funny? How about you? You know what? It's the same for me. I feel like someone who, well, okay, I'm going to give you two answers. Mm. So somebody who I would want to reconnect with is my grandpa. Mm. Uh, my grandpa passed away um, six years ago. No, no, no. Eight years ago. Um, and I just see him all the time. And like when I see like, you know, I just, I, these little, these little nudges come into my life. And I just, I know that he's, he's there supporting me and cheering me on. Cause he was like one of my biggest cheerleaders. Um but it also would be like reconnecting with pieces of me that I, I, I haven't, um, delayered yet that I would want to delayer. Yeah. There's, there's definitely more, more to me to shed, um, 100%. to really, like, bring myself to my like truest authenticity, yeah. and my truest self, my highest self. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of interesting when you look back at pieces of you mm -hmm. and you're like grade four, grade four Mel. Peeling those, those like we're like an onion, hey, peeling yeah. back the, the layers. There's lots of them. And it's so interesting when you look, gosh, we're going into another tent. But when you look at ways, so one of the ways that I really enjoy regulating my nervous system when I am feeling overwhelmed or um, in the shit storm mm -hmm. is I enjoy, I said this last night in class, like laying on my back with my knees into my chest and rocking back and forth because I feel like I'm being carried and Super. my inner child is being held I'm and like hand to heart and then other hand to my belly like that for me is like such a like a like just using my breath yeah I feel like just can like for me it's just all in like the heart center and like feeling your heartbeat and then knowing that your breath can like regulate that and and it be slower right like if yeah. you're you know stressed or anxious or anything like that and if you're listening to us and you're like what the heck are you guys talking about <laughs> you just start your little journey and you'll get to where we are 
and oh, we're yeah. still going and we still have millions of layers to shed and we're just humans continually finding ourselves in this world. So it never stops. That's right. It's All a right, journey. folks. It's a journey. Brenda, Not a destination. as always, thank you very much for coming. And thank you for having me. This was, this was like a fantastic way for a Friday. Yeah. And I don't, right. this is fantastic Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what this sounds like because of our glitches, but I'll listen to it. I might have to edit this one a little bit just so there's mm-hmm. not long pauses. Look at but, me making you uh, get outside of that box. I will not edit. Oh, <laughs> anyways, I can't believe I'm still that joke. I apologize for man. I can't believe I said that. Anywho. Oh girl. Like there's way things worse than that being said. Don't uh, worry. Um. Anyways, to all of you, thank you for listening as always. Oh, and let's just Kaylin shout out to you. Cause I'm sure you're going to be listening to this. Oh yeah. We miss you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss you dearly. I still am slight denial that next time I see you on zoom, you will be in, you are in New Zealand, but I hope you are finding your feet and I'll see your face soon. And as always, thanks for stripping with us. Stay weird. <laughs>